Blog Talk Radio. Tune in to Lock of Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you'll hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of LockerDashReport.com. And you guys can always reach out to me on any one of my social handles on Twitter at Locker underscore Report, Instagram, LockerReport100, all small caps, on Facebook, LockerReport.com, also the Locker Talk podcast that's on Facebook, and now. You can check out Locker Talk Podcast on YouTube. Yes, have a YouTube channel. Just type it in as the way you hear it, Locker Talk Podcast, where you can see the show and also see this show and the highlights and all the great stuff on there um, that's talked about in this show. And most importantly, make sure you guys go to the new and improved site for Bachelor News Radio Network. It is a beautiful site. You guys can't miss it. This site is um, network is actually starting to grow starting to brand itself. Uh, L.A. Bass is doing a fantastic job and leading the way. So make sure you guys go to the new site. It is easy to navigate, easy viewing, really easy on the eyes. Not a lot of stuff on there. It's not how computer guys would say that it's, a, that it's, that it's, that it's busy. It's not busy at all. Very easy, very usable. You guys going to love it. Make sure you check out the Bass and News Radio Network.com. Now, Last week, I hope everyone had themselves a great holiday, had themselves a great Thanksgiving. Hopefully, everything went well. Hopefully, nobody um, was able to go through any physical problems. No, we're still in the midst of the COVID-19 um, in this country, the pandemic. Hopefully, everyone is still healthy and safe, and hopefully, everyone was able to still be with the loved ones that was close proximity to them. So, I hope you guys had a great week. Happy holiday season to everyone. But most importantly, at the same time, it's still football season. So, you know, that my holiday season and football season, we are up to here with excitement. And there's so much that has happened in regards to the players from the NFL Regional Combine platform, how these guys continue to go out there week in and week out and produce on the field in ways that they themselves only was able to imagine from all those years when they felt as though they were being doubted how they were counted out, but these guys had actually went out there leading their way, but basically putting their own destiny into their own hands. And that's something that you have to say and give these young men props for because, number one, just getting in front of NFL scouts is extremely difficult. You know, it's, it's, it's not as easy as I would say uh, uh, football experts or those who are in the midst of the process or I would say players and parents, how everyone look at it, a situation as far as getting to the NFL is, you know, they, 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 they know it's not easy for like this. Everyone knows that it's not easy, but the difficult, the difficulty, the level and what it takes to get to the league, most of, most people do not know. Those are listening on the sound of my voice really have no idea how 
severely, I know that's a strong word, severely difficult it is, just to get in front of NFL scouts. And then you talk about trying to make an NFL team. And there's always different types of, of layers that you, that you go through. First, you got to get in front of the scouts. And then you got to hope that you got the right scout that's coming to look at you. And then a, time, not, a lot of times in certain situations for the players who I deal with, for the players that NFL football operations deal with. A lot of times these guys, scouts, when they do come, they're very short. For small school guys, unlike big-name programs, big-name program guys, the scouts come in saying to themselves, okay, who should we get? Who's going to help make us better? When it comes down to small school players, it's more like, okay, who are we going to eliminate? So small school players, they already coming in, getting looked at in a way where they already in a negative. And then for them to actually show positive and then scout, write them up to the camp or write them up to the facility, work them out, and then go through the workout, then you go through the draft process. Okay, most of them don't get drafted. Then you go and do the rookie mini camp, and then your OTAs, and the guys, so they just got drafted. Then you got the veteran guys that are still trying to stay in the league and guys that wasn't a practice squad the previous year, trying to get make a name for themselves to get on the active roster. Then you got to go fight through that, and they got to battle, 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 and then that's where the preseason start. You start the preseason, then you're hoping that you get enough – playing time on the field to develop some film so you show that you can play on the NFL level, and then you got to go through that, but you got to wait, wait to the second half, and then you got to wait till week two, and then hopefully the week four of the preseason that you get more playing time, and you hope that you don't get cut, and if you do get cut, hopefully you make the practice squad, then you make the practice squad, then hopefully you can finally become active on a roster, and then just hope and praying that the opportunity will come that you actually get a chance to play. And this is the up-and-down battle that small school players have to go through. The up-and-down battle that the guys that came through the NFL Regional Combine has to go through all the time. And so when these guys actually make it and really get a chance to get out there in that field to really show what they can do and to really prove that they belong, folks, it is showtime. And when these guys get out there and they get promoted the way they get promoted on this show here, and also how we talk about them on on uh, LockerReport.com, you better believe that these guys deserve all the praise for their opportunities that they had helped create to get to this point. And when these guys get there and when you actually see them produce some great highlights, we better enjoy it and we better pump them up, just like I'm about to do right now and what happened in week 11 of the NFL. I tell you, I mean, my fault in week 12 of the NFL. You guys, I tell you, Thanksgiving Day, was one of those days where it was just fantastic to really kick off Thanksgiving weekend, week 12 in the NFL. Here we go. Let's get right to it. Now, the Houston Texans went to Detroit to take on the Lions. And we know the Lions always play on Thanksgiving Day. A lot of people still don't understand why, but it's okay. You know, there's a lot of history into it. We're not getting into that. It has nothing to do with today. But in this game, we were able to witness a performance that the Houston Texans has not seen since 2014 and 2003, meaning that linebacker Terrell Adams, and we've been talking about Terrell Adams pretty much all season, but this young man really went to work. What we did not see for the Houston, Tech, for the Houston Texans franchise 
was a cumulative amount of tackles. Adams had 17 tackles. Yes, one seven, not one plus seven. You know, then eight. Not that you got the one and you had the seven. Seventeen tackle tackles is insane. Heck, if you get seven tackles in a game, hey, that's that's a pretty good game. If you get into double digits around like ten, hey, fantastic game. But when you get close to twenty tackles in a game, that's nearly insane. And Adams was able to do so. It was fantastic. I mean. He was in on every play. He played every down, played every snap on the defense. He also caused two forced fumbles in this game. And the first forced forced fumble came in the first quarter with four minutes and 31 seconds when the Lions was facing first and 10 from that 23-yard line. Running back Jonathan um, Williams bounced to the the inside, going up and going going in the B-gap, had a lane, and as soon as he came through that lane, Adams came from behind him, hit him, and punched the ball out. Ball came loose. And this was at a pitiful time for the Texans because the the Lions was really trying to impose their will on the Texans. And the Texans really could not get the ball rolling in this game early on. But when that first fumble caused, that's when things start to change. And then on the next series, the very next series, Adams was another fumble and that's when the Texans really started rolling from that point on the Texans did not look back they just kept rolling from there and next thing you know they put up 41 points on the Detroit Lions so Adams went to work in that game did everything he was supposed to do in that game to help put that team in the winning column and although it's still a long shot they still somewhat in the playoff picture so they kind of helped kept their playoff hopes alive so Great game, great alley by Adams. You know, find out how this young man continued to grow. And also, at the end of the game, he did have a, a, a fantastic quote that pretty much sums up his career. Quote, it's indescribable. Just thinking about my journey, high school, college, professional. I've always kind of got my success on the back end. I've always had to keep working to get where I want to be. And... I'm nowhere near where I want to be yet. End quote. Adams, you're doing right. You're nowhere near where you want to be at, my friend. Keep on playing hard. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bastion News Radio Network. We're here about NFL starts tomorrow today. Okay. Same day, we're going to go down to the Dallas Cowboys where the Washington football team came to Dallas and now telling, hey, listen, folks, Washington, although this franchise has been crazy, but with Riverboat Ron being there, uh, Riviera being um, being the head coach and you know being overseeing operations, the Washington Football Team is starting to put things together. Especially knowing they have Alex Smith that actually came back and really is doing a fantastic job considering that horrific knee injury that he had sustained um, several years ago. And just to see that man walk again is a miracle. Shucks. And then just to see him out there running, man, can't speak. You know, you can't speak more than that. You know, God is in the building. But what Washington is doing, being led by their defense, they're really showing that they are legitimate teams to watch out for down the road. All their first-round picks are starting to really gel, starting to come together, really show that they can, you know, really play as a cohesive unit, as a viable unit in this NFL. So still small, you know, still small sample size, but they're really showing – some good stuff. Now, the cool part 
is that when they went to Dallas, they put it to Dallas. And being led on the defense side was linebacker Cole McCombs. This young man from the, uh, from the process of the NFL Regional Combine, who actually got drafted in the fifth round by the Washington football team. He led the team with 10 tackles. So he went to work out there, also got a half a sack. I chalk it up as a whole sack. These sacks are not easy, you know, to attain in the NFL. These guys are out there doing it. Um, Cole went out there, led by example, to help make sure that Washington still stay in the hunt for their division. That's what they've been doing, showing that they can make a strong run. And I tell you, in week 13, which we will get to, if they pull off the upset for the Pittsburgh Steelers, watch out for this team. But led by Colvin Cone, I think that Washington is going to be set up very nicely down the road. Now, Nick Mullins talked about this young man several many a times on the show. From the process, 2016, been with the 49ers ever since. He went through the process, backing up Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy, of course we know, got hurt again. No surprise there. Wasn't expecting him to play the whole season anyway. But Nick stepped in. Prior to that bye week, they did have two tough losses. And going into week 12, coming off the bye, okay, will Nick still be the starting quarterback? Um, Yes, without a doubt. He's truly their best option. I mean, you know, C.J. Beathard, eh, no. But Nick Mellon is clearly their best option there. And coming out, going up against a Rams team who's hot, very hot. That defense is starting to click. Aaron Donald, the defensive tackle, considered by many of his peers the best player overall in the NFL. No one had to deal with that. But Nick came in that game, showed up, played clutch football in that matchup. Now, he was able to get away from Mr. 99, you know, a couple of times. Now, Donald did get him late in the game, but that's all right. You know, here's Aaron Donald. But Nick Mullins in the pressure, knowing that they the game was tied, had to get the ball, had to go 80 yards down the field to at least get in the field goal range for Robbie Gold to win the game for him, and that's what Nick did. Nick stood tall in the pocket, delivered the ball, was never phased, was not um, intimidated about the situation, went down there, did his thing. Nick is clutch quarterback. 49ers win that game, and they, too, are still in the hunt for a playoff spot. So, Nick Mullins, 49ers, keep rolling, young man. Y'all guys doing it. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bastion News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. We're going to take a quick pause, pay some bills, come back. We're going to wrap up what happened for the rest of Week 12 in regards to the players from the NFL Regional Combine. Then we're going to jump into what to look out for for Week 13 in the NFL. Some exciting matchups for this weekend to watch out for. Of course, you can hear my voice. I'm excited. Some good one-on-one stuff, so make sure you guys come right on back and listen to Locker Talk on the Bastion News Radio Network. If you want real discussions on politics, social issues, racial issues, and other topics, then tune into the Bachelor News Radio Show. Listen live every Monday and Thursday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com. And if you miss the show, you can listen every Monday through Saturday at 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern and every Sunday at 5 a.m. and 3 p.m. at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. Listen and be informed. Greetings and great day, everyone. I am Elder Janelle Strickland, host of the Life Cafe radio broadcast from Maximizing Life 
Family Worship Center. I invite you to tune in every Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. Tune in, maximize your life with the Word of God, and be blessed. Only on the Bachelor News Radio Network. today and make sure you guys always go to this new site. The site looks fantastic. I can't even speak highly. I can't even speak even more blunt about the way I'm excited, you know, about the site. I I love it. It's great. You know, it definitely represents us very well. Up and coming fresh, like this show, The Donaldson Files with Tim Donaldson and Coco Koshny. Tim Donaldson and Coco discuss politics from the right and the left while giving you entertainment, news, and guests. Listen every Tuesday and every Wednesday and every day from 3 a.m. and 10 p.m. on AbassettNews.AirTime.Pro. Now, we were talking about Week 12 of the NFL in regards to the players that came through the NFL Regional Combine, and we started off with strong performances from the players that played on Thanksgiving Day. Now we're going to jump to what the guys did on a normal Sunday um, in regards of the NFL Regional Combine platform. We talked about Nick Mullins, what he did against the Los Angeles Rams, and now we're going to jump down to Miami where we when we talk about this young man, Nick Ham. We've talked about Nick. Y'all guys listening to the show should know him by now. Number 40 from, from the Miami Dolphins. Now, for some reason, he liked playing against the New York Jets. Now, last year, he received his first NFL interception when he went up against Sam Donald. Week 12, Sam Donaldson on the field. Sam Donaldson throws the ball. Nick gets another deception. He just, if Nick had it his way, he would play 16 games with the Jets, where he know for sure he will get 16 interceptions for the entire season. He probably would be considered the best cornerback in NFL history after three seasons if he was to go up against the Jets 16 times in a season. I mean, he just went off. Good play. That happened. On, um, later in the game, actually it happened in the second quarter when the Dolphins was facing was on the 32-yard line. The Jets was facing third and eight. Donald received the ball from shotgun, was rolling to his right. Now, under pressure, Donald was on a run, and then he tried to rifle the pass to wide receiver um, Jamison Crowder. Now, Needham saw it coming. He jumped the route, picked the pass off. And if you look at the highlight, which you can also see, on the Locker Talk podcast on YouTube, he did a lot of running around after the interception. All that for one yard. But within that one yard return, he did have a massive stiff arm. They put on tight end Chris um, uh, Harrington when he was Chris was trying to hit him, and you saw Nick. Uh, Chris Harrington is six four. Nick is about five eleven. By the time Nick was finished with him. Um, I think that Chris was the one that was 5'11", and Nick was the kid that was 6'4". I mean, it was vicious. Check it out. You'll see the highlight when you go to the Lock and Talk podcast. Now, he finished that game with five tackles, and like I said, of course, the interception, playing very well this season. 
uh, the, the Miami Dolphins are showing that, hey, this is a legitimate team to watch out for. They're always going to be out there fighting. They're always going to keep pressing and keep pushing. And Nick is in the midst of that great stuff that the Miami Dolphins are, are displaying on the field week in and week out. Now, this is something else that you guys have to get familiar with or get used to hearing. Rogers to Tunyon. Rogers to Tunyon. Talking about tight end Robert Tunyon for the Green Bay Packers. Talking about Aaron Rodgers, of course. These two had hooked up seven times this year for seven scores. Robert Tunyon, fantastic tight end, up-and-coming tight end. Kind of found out that he he worked out with some of the big tight ends during the offseason. Actually really do a lot of work with uh, the 49ers, George Kittle. So there's a bond that's there, and it's really showing on the field. Now, Robert Tunyon started off hot this, you know, in the beginning part of the season, had five touchdowns. Won a couple of games without crossing the goal line, but he started to pick up steam when it was in week 11 going against the Indianapolis Colts. Got a touchdown on that game for 25 yards against the Chicago Bears in 2000. I mean, um, and going against the Chicago Bears in week 12, he had a touchdown for 39 yards. Pretty much initially on the same type of play. Only thing that was different was that against the Colts, he was lined up on the right. Against the Bears, he was lined up on the left. Running down the seam, Rodgers hit him, boom, touchdown. Better, the defense is better. Key in on this young man. And even when teams do key on him, he's still going to make things happen. Um, for the past two weeks, he has not dropped the pass. He's actually 11 for 11. Against the Colts, he was five. I mean, he was six for six. The Bears, he was five for five. So get used to hearing this, this tandem. Tun- I mean, Rogers to Tunyon. It's going to be something very special that, that's going on in Green Bay with this young man with Aaron Rodgers. Also, Seattle Seahawks defensive, defensive end Ben Sanyamaiwai. Now, when they went up against the the, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles on that Monday night game, I was feeling bad for Benson. He just kept getting close, kept getting close to the sack. Every time he thinks he's ready to get his hands on Constant, one of his other teammates bring him down first. So I, was, I kept saying, man, just keep on sticking with him. You want to eventually get him. And he wound up, did, wound up getting him late in the fourth quarter with less than three minutes left. Yes, he got a sack. I think the Seahawks, at the top of my head, had seven sacks in that game. I think that made number eight. Benson did get the sack that he was looking for by bringing him down. So, started off strong, got that. Now, Mike Dana, rookie linebacker for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, a couple of weeks ago, when I talked about the Carolina Panthers defensive end, F.A. Obade, he was the first player from the NFL Regional Combine to sack Tom Brady. Well, starting to become a trend because – now, the second player from the NFL region combine was able to sack Tom Brady. Mike Dana was able to bring down the GOAT um, for his second sack of the season. His first sack came against the Chargers in uh, week eight. He got his second sack, second career sack, going up against the Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And also, when we talk about another young man to watch out for, Tyrod Johnson, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers. He's a deep ball threat. He's starting to show that he's a legitimate deep ball threat. Justin Hubert, rookie, having a fantastic year. Too bad he don't have the wins to show for. However, he's doing a great, great job out there. Tyron actually, um, I mean, yeah, Tyron caught. Could have made things inter- interesting, although the the Chargers were down by 10 with a minute left with no timeouts. Could have made things interesting because Justin Hubert threw a Hail Mary um, deep from their own territory and Johnson was able to go up in the crowd, ball bounced around, but he was able to snatch it, caught the pass, and he was fighting 
to try to get across that goal line. Check out the highlight. You'll see it on Lock and Talk Podcast. He was fighting his butt off to try to get in that end zone. And if he was scored, it would have been some seconds left. Charles would have lined up for the onside kick. They may have got the onside kick. And if they got the onside kick, hey, something could have happened. But it didn't. But knowing that Johnson had the opportunity to put the team in that type of situation, kudos to him. Also in that same matchup, Justin Zimmer for the Buffalo Bills, defensive tackle. He finished with three tackles. And the New York Giants linebacker rookie, Trey Crowler, had three stops in that matchup. Now, we're going to look into week 14 of the NFL. I mean, um, I'm a fault. Yeah, week 13 of the NFL. I'm going too fast. Uh, the season's going fast enough. I don't want to make it go any quicker. You know, we got to figure out a way to make the NFL season slower. Thank God for games that's going on on Tuesday and Wednesday. I know COVID had a lot to do with it. But if you love football, you probably say, okay, that's one little bright silver lining. Something that's a little positive to take. That's something that's tiny to look at. Anyway, week 14 of the NFL is going to be really great. Um, we talked about the Washington football team going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, in this matchup, we know that Coleman Combs is going to be that driving force in there. But can left tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Alawindo and Alawaiva, how 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 can he help keep Big Ben untouched, knowing that he's going to have number 55 that's out for blood to try to bring down Ben Roethlisberger? That's going to be a good matchup, the duel, to see what's going on in there. And also for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who started to get more playing time with the secondary, we're talking about Jordan Dangerfield. Jordan Dangerfield is really starting to get more acclimated with the defensive unit, and he had a big, uh, big stop at the end of the Ravens matchup where RG3 threw a perfect pass to the tight end, and when the tight end is ready to haul the ball in, that's when we saw Dangerfield come by and hit him on the top of his shoulder, and he lost control of the ball, and boom, Ravens no touchdown. It was it was like bittersweet in the household because household, they Ravens fans. For me, I was excited that when a guy from the regional combine created a play, so I was getting. So that's all that matters to me, what the guys from the regional combine is going to do, and he pulled through on that play there. So make sure you watch up for that matchup with the Washington football team going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's going to be something. It's definitely going to be one, a, a good game to watch for sure. Monday night, we're going to have a situation. Nick Mullins going up against that Buffalo Bills defense. Justin Zimmer, number 91, I mean number 51. Can he get his hands on Nick Mullins to try to stop the 49ers for creating a winning streak? That's going to be a really good game to watch out for. You know, I really think that it's going to be really competitive, a lot competitive than what most people probably would give. So we're definitely going to watch out for that game there. Also, we're going to look at what Green Bay going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Like I said, Rodgers, the Tunyon, get you familiar with that particular um, combo because I really believe that they're really, really going to do something really great as they continue to play together on a national level, in the National Football League. Also, another good matchup to watch out for um, in 14. Although there's not no these two players are not going to face each other, you know, one-on-one. But Adam Thielen, he comes back after being on the COVID-19 reserve list. List He was um, deactivated from week 12, but he's back for week 13, going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Keenan Cole, wide receiver for Jacksonville Jaguars, you're going to have two pioneers on the field trying to come through for their team. So watch out to see how these two players are going to match up. Not so much match up against each other, but who's going to make the big play? We know 
that Adam Thielen is going to make the big play. We know that Keelan Cole is extremely capable of making big plays happen. Can Jackson, Jacksonville make things interesting and cause a, a major upset against a Vikings team that's really trying to hold on to hope to get into the playoffs? Make sure you guys watch out for that. That's going to be something. And in Naples Colts, Keenan Moore the second, he always have a good game against the Houston Texans. I, I believe his last couple of games he did sack uh, Deshaun Watson in each one of the, in the last three games. He always have a good game against them. Watch out for number 23 for the Indianapolis Colts as they go, go up against their division rival as they got to make sure they win this game to try to keep pace with the Tennessee Titans, who is hot right now, one of the strong teams with the best running back with King Henry, Derrick Henry on that sideline there. Now, we're going to have the Miami Dolphins going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's see how Nick Ninaham would do against them. I'm quite sure they're going to do well. And also across from him, Probably not going to see too much of him, but Michael Brown, wide receiver for the Bengals. Let's see if he can get it in that end zone. He started off strong this season, kind of got a little quiet as the season uh, progressed, but let's see if his name will surface or get his number called so you can see what he's going to do. And also, make sure you check out the Detroit Lions. Uh, you have uh, Marvin Hall, who did not catch a pass against the Houston Texans. Let's see what he'll do against the Chicago Bears in this matchup. Make sure you guys continue to Tune in to Locker Talk Podcast on the Bachelor News Radio Network where you hear about NFL starts of tomorrow today. I am your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. Make sure you guys go and check out the site. Next week, we're going to talk. We're going to get into some officiating. Also talk about what the players did in week 13 and probably start talking about week 14. Make sure you guys follow me on any one of my social handles on Twitter at Locker underscore report. Instagram, Locker Report 100, all small caps. On Facebook, LockerReport.com, Locker Talk Podcast is on Facebook, and also make sure you guys subscribe to the Locker Talk Podcast on YouTube. And please, please go to the Bachelor News Radio Network. Great, you guys gonna love it. Enjoy it. Y'all stay safe. Talk to you guys next week.